welcome to Post Credit Conversations, a movie podcast where we believe that a film is only as good as the discussion it inspires. My name is Kale Prindle. And I'm Slade. I'm going to be so mad when I ed- edit that. It's gonna, I'm going to forget it, and then it's going to hit my ear, and I'm going to hate it so much. Uh, uh, so it was yeah. appropriate. It was appropriate. I wanted to match because the level this of is... this movie. Uh, Welcome back to our holiday film feast Talking about the Indiana Jones series And for this episode we are talking about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom Hence all the screaming Ah, I did it last that time (laughs) This is part two of our holiday film feast Did I say fest earlier? Doesn't matter Holiday film feast feast. It's feast Good, we're back for our second helping Uh, We got nothing to talk about No other announcements Let's just get straight to the good stuff Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom Finds our hero Indiana Jones A year before the events of Raiders of the Lost Ark We open in Shanghai, I believe Yes Yes uh, with Indiana Jones in a swanky club where he is uh, returning the ashes of the leader of some great dynasty. But then that quickly devolves into chaos when uh, the people who hired him to find these remains do not pay him. They poison him instead. Um, and then he is running around trying to get the antidote before fleeing from the city. However, while leaving the city, he boards a plane owned by the man who is trying to kill him. So while they sleep on the plane and the pilots jump out of the plane, um, Indiana Jones, his sidekick, short round, and uh, a woman he picked up at the club, Willie Scott, have to survive a crash landing and find their way to civilization. Along the way, as they're walking through the jungles of India, they come upon a village that is the crops are dying, the children are missing, and they find out that there's some people living in a, a an old palace not too far from here. And when they go to investigate and try to recover the sacred stone of the village, Indiana Jones finds a new um, revitalizing cult <laughs> that is finding root in this palace that is bent on... Um, disrupting and destroying the British uh, imperial colonial powers in the area. Um, And they plan on doing that by collecting the sacred stones. Uh, While there, the Temple of Doom is filled with human sacrifice, child slavery, and voodoo. I don't think we even need to say anything else aside from that. I, I don't think so. I think that's... End scene. <laughs> End scene. So, Temple of Doom, Slade. First um, thoughts? I mean, I guess you already gave us our your first thoughts with the screaming, but <laughs> where do you want to start on this? No, actually, you're right. I did. Uh, hi. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was ex- I, I was more excited to talk about Raiders. Like, I, I had less energy before I had just had coffee. Now I'm on my second cup. But I feel the way I sounded at the beginning of our last episode, which is like more tired having to talk about Temple of Doom. I yeah, I don't know. I, my ratings actually probably gonna go a little up as we talk 
Okay. As I think of certain things, I'm like, that is really good. But still, the thought of like having to watch this movie again, and that's how I think about it, is, <laughs> is just like, I don't want to see this movie for a, for while. a while. For a while. Okay. And, and I have recently watched them. Like, I, I watch all the Indiana Jones within the last year, year and a half. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe two years, I should say. Um, and yeah, Temple of Doom was not ranking high <laughs> when I was right. watching it then. So there's good stuff. There's some not so good stuff. Okay. That's well, let's do I'm this at. then. We'll, we'll let's start with it. some of that good stuff. In what yeah. ways does this movie continue the goodness of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, Where's the it, good stuff here? The good, as far as continuation, I'll start there. The, the things that it keeps, you know, to keep this as an Indiana Jones movie, Harrison Ford. They didn't change actors. No, he is awesome. He's still. <laughs> they didn't get Tom Selleck after they couldn't yeah. get him for the first one. <laughs> Weird swap out thing going on. They didn't do it. They're just like, you're pretty solid. Um, no, he's great in it. Um, He's not as good. He's not as good as in Raiders, but he's he's the glue. He's he's holding it together. He is still iconic. There's a couple shots I know, at least one I think you're going to bring up that it's just like, "Oh. Oh, that takes us back to Raiders. It takes us back to that first epic scene in Raiders." And he he's great. He's a li- he's he's a lot more clumsy. He's a lot more 40 <laughs> in this. He's a lot more 40 in this for sure, but um no, he's good though. He's really good. Um, the adventure, adventure, really, they crank to eleven in this. I'm not gonna say whether it's good or bad, but they crank it to eleven in how this is all put together. Um, so it's still very high adventure. I think this is where you get the real sense of an Indiana Jones being an adventure movie, kicking on adrenaline. I think is this movie for sure. Um, set designs, I think the set designs might exceed Raiders actually. They are pretty good. That's, that's my, (laughs) my take in the moment is that it, it, it might exceed it if I think about it. You know, the sets are amazing in Raiders in this. I, I think again, it goes to 11 in a good way of set designs. (laughs) Um, it's a little darker, a little darker. Um, (laughs) just a little, just a little. I, I am going to say just a little, and we'll get into like okay. why, why I say a little. Content-wise, the actual topic-wise, definitely darker. But there's some things that I think happened in this movie that kind of undermine the darkness. Okay. <laughs> so, well, oh, okay. There well, there's go. a bunch that undermines it. Well, uh, there okay, is, yeah. but, but not the standard <laughs> stuff, I think. I hope. Harrison Ford, 100% agree he's amazing in this. Yeah. Um, I think where he's not as good, which you kind of hinted at, is he is a bit more clumsy. Like, the character is not as sure of himself. Um, but I think... I'm not entirely sure when that is. I, I felt that as well. Um, I think they did try to do a little bit more slapsticky stuff, even with him. Yeah. So toward the end, with his foot being like almost on fire, it's like that's just kind of some silly, weird, like water, yeah. water, and it's like okay, whatever. And they do a lot of that in this movie. We'll talk the humor of this movie in a little bit because I think there's a lot yeah. to talk about there. Yeah. But I think that he's still, um, he's still so great. I think the scenes with him and Willie Scott when they're doing their weird, playful banter 
I actually still really like Harrison Ford in there. Like, well, yeah. as a scientist, I, I always have to do my research or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, nocturnal activities. And even though I think that scene, eventually the floor drops out from it and it gets weird because where they are very much going one direction, it just flips for not good reasons. But whatever. I think he's yeah. still his charm and charisma work really well for that. And I think it's very funny, and I like it. Yes. Um, I'm with you on the sets. The sacrifice pit looks awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the, so the cool whole, looking. The whole temple is... Is very oh, good. Man. <laughs> and, yeah, I think the the action... Um, this, the opening song, I've got my own opinions on. But the, <laughs> the scene, the, the part immediately after that in the club, I still really like for the yeah. most part. Um, I think it has a good feel. I think that's where you get even more of a James Bond feel. We talked about a little bit in the last episode, him showing up in his white dinner coat and sitting at the table and being very smooth. Uh, it's like, yeah, you could totally be a James yeah, Bond. For sure. um, but yeah, I think the the other parts that I love about this that continues from the first one is the opening scene in Raiders of him in that temple and the moment where Indy and Short Round are stuck in the little the room with the spikes coming down and they're about to get squished, I think is a fun, great little scene that kind of calls back to the first one. Um, and in a sense is way, <laughs> way creepier. I think that Willie Scott having to deal with all the bugs is actually like creeps yeah. me out more than yeah. the snake pit in the Will of the Souls. Definitely, definitely. Because if I'm having to like reach my hand down this bug crawly hole to reach that lever, I would I would freak out way more at doing that than I would if you dropped me into a pit of snakes. Probably. I don't know. There's something that's so gross. Even though the bugs they're using are not like the worst bugs, but I'm like, ugh, it's just ugh, yeah. it creeps me out more for sure. Oh, that, so, that is good. That stuff's yeah. really good. And, and I love when they're in that room because, like, when the spikes come up and it lifts that skeleton, like, that's just a cool little effect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's just some really, really good stuff there. So I think that's really great leftover stuff from the first one. Um, I know it's a almost a trivia piece, but Indiana Jones's last fist fight with the big bearded dude uh-huh. is the same actor as the plane fight sequence in the first one. And I just think that's fun. Uh, that's fun. Yeah, and he was That's, supposed to be in the third movie, but I think they end up cutting out that fight scene in the third movie. But it's like the fact that they just kept bringing back the same big beefy actor for him to get in a fist fight with. Fist fights with, I think, is just really fun. That is really fun, actually. No, all that stuff is really, really good, and in in some places, it really elevates the movie from the first one. I I think it outshines in a lot of way. Yeah, the, the stuff going on in the first movie, and then there's a lot of other things that happen. <laughs> Let's talk about those other things. Let's bring it down <laughs> for the rest of the podcast. Where does this one not? Where does it not land? The very beginning for me. I I think the opening like song and dance sequence. It's it's not even the <laughs> song and dance sequence. I mean, not it's not the immediate immediate beginning. It's about five. Somewhere around five minutes in, when you're still in the club for me. Because when I watched it last night, I'm just like, this whole movie, I'm going to make an argument here. All right. And and you can shoot it down, because it's not completely (laughs) 
foolproof for sure. I think this whole movie is a two-hour action sequence um, because there is there. Is, I mean, there is a little bit of time where they aren't doing things. Yeah, but this is an extended two-hour action sequence starting in the club. Like the the action really does not stop, right? Like not very e- much. E- no, every everything that happens in this movie through no will of Indiana Jones or any of the characters just kind of happens to them. They kind of stumble <laughs> in. I'm, I mean, Willie is the perfect example of this, of just like, if you think about it for more than a second, there is no reason Willie should be in this no. movie. Um, no, there's not. And it's, it's terrible. <laughs> it, it, it I I mean I'm sorry for Willie we're going to poop on her a lot. No, but she's the worst. She's she is terrible. the worst. She's terrible. It's it, it's just bad. Not only is she bad because she screams all the time and she's obnoxious, it's because like if you think about the character herself, it's just like there is no reason. There's no reason for you to be here. It's just like right. you she outlives her usefulness in the first 5 minutes after You're right. Indiana Jones threatens her. There is no reason she should be falling out the window with him. Getting on the plane with him makes no sense. Um, It all makes no sense. And it's all... The best I can surmise is for these terrible, terrible, complainy, white, privileged woman jokes. They really are. Where is my Starbucks? (laughs) Why is there no Starbucks here? I want to I want to work at this palace because they're rich. I'm like, these are terrible stereotypes and they're annoying because she's terrible and annoying. Yeah. Um, so that is the first thing. And, yeah, and I think she I, is I put, by I put far, a lot of that on Willie, but... I mean, it is, it is by far the biggest... <laughs> and I say this knowing that a lot of people criticize this movie for uh, its depiction of race and racist yeah. caricatures. Um, as far as a film going experience is concerned, though, Willie Scott is still the worst thing about this movie. And Definitely. you're absolutely right. She does not need to be there. She serves no purpose. I get that she's using he's using her to get out of the club. But mm-hmm. you're right. Once they get to the airfield, why is she still going with him? Yeah. Why does he take her? I mean, does he still I mean, think that she's an insurance policy? Maybe I don't know, but since that's it, never made clear, I don't it, know what the purpose is. <laughs> it it tries, it tries in the beginning because like you know the whole exchange happens and he keeps threatening her and the dude's just like, well, with this diamond, I'll buy more girls. Right. Like, I can, after I that, don't even need after her. that, her usefulness is over. It's yeah, it's done. true. Um, and so, I know I said I liked the club scene but once it becomes an action sequence it's also the other problem of this movie which is it doesn't know how to balance the silliness with its seriousness yeah. because the whole like kicking around the antidote while also kicking around the diamond like i like some of that action sequence and i like the yeah. the conversation at the table i'm like okay new version of indiana jones he's an international traveler he will get hired out by people who want him to get things that yeah. they want that other people... I'm like, I like this version of the character. It's cool. No, very cool. But For then it becomes kind of slapsticky. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I can't get it. It got kicked over there. And it does fall apart <laughs> pretty quickly. Yeah. No, uh, um, yeah. So, you know, it just moves with no breathing room. And, and this is maybe a criticism, too, of Raiders. Whereas Raiders... 
it gets away with it because there's moments where it's just like, okay, relax. We go on to a next very clear action sequence. Opening temple, uh, plane, deserts, all of that. You know, there is a difference between scenes. In this, there is not any of that. But the explanations for the plots of at least these first two movies are really bad. <laughs> like even in Raiders, it's it's at least more clear because it's like they have the Ark or they're trying to find it. And you're a guy that can hopefully find it for us. And it's just like, that's all you need. It's a very thin plot. In this one, it's even more thin, I think, because it's bogged down in so much like, well, there's a cult Okay, well, we got to go find these stones, okay? But it's just trying to move along so fast that it's just like, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, what off. you get, <laughs> you have a similar thing from the first movie, which is like, it wants to have an opening action sequence that is mm-hmm. not connected to the rest of the movie. Uh, yeah. And I know they do <laughs> but, that in yeah. the next two yeah. movies as well. It became a formula for them. Like, let's have a little action yeah. sequence that has nothing to do with the plot, right? Yeah. And so, it can work. It can work. It can. Because it works in Raiders. Because it introduces the character. That's why yeah. it works so well in Raiders. In this one, it doesn't do as, as much. Like I said, it gives you a little bit of a different view of who Indiana Jones might be. Yeah. Where they but just he doesn't throw follow out. that at all for the right. rest of the movie. <laughs> he just becomes Indiana. Like, when he walks out of the plane, out of his suit, it's like, oh. He's not a spy yeah. anymore. Okay. <laughs> cool. It's true. Yeah. Uh, so. But I think, you know, a lot of it's like we're trying to get somewhere. And in this movie, it is when he arrives at this village and he's like, something's off here. And he learns about the stones. And then when he hears that the children are gone, he's like, okay, that's messed up. I need to, you know, that's his actual goal. It has yeah. nothing to do with, um, you know, trying to stop this cult from overthrowing their British colonial oppressors it just kind of happens (laughs) that doesn't even get mentioned until like the last 45 minutes of the movie when the weird priest guy mentions that that's what they're going to do with these stones yeah um you know he's just there to like find the kids if he can find them um or find the stones or or whatever um i think there's a few bits of breathing space there in the village is a bit of breathing space when they first get to the palace there's a little bit but then it goes into the other things which you mentioned what an indiana jones might be again a scene that is so iconic it sticks in your head the eating scene where they're cutting open the snakes and the eyeball soup and the chilled monkey brains which is ridiculous and this is where we can talk about race representation probably a little bit how do you feel about this scene slade because uh, <laughs> this is one of the scenes that gets brought up a lot as like a very problematic scene. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it is problematic in that it's 1984 <laughs> and they're still doing it. I, I mean, it, obviously the argument exists. Like, it doesn't matter what time you're doing it; it's still problematic. You know, and I think that's also valid. You know, it is just character caricatures of people and cultures yeah um for the sake of shock value and not even uh, again it it's cheap oh privileged white woman out of her element cheap joke is so like oh soup ah, eyeballs and it's just like okay you know yeah. so <laughs> it, it's the way it's the way they're being used you know because uh, you know in so much filmmaking like to get away from stereotypes and characters, you're going to come across it 
but if it's being used in a smart way to make a point about the characters, right? Char- characters as well. It's it's useful and necessary. And of course, this is 1984, calling back to 1930s and 40s adventure movies. It's just like it's not on the radar. Of right? Like, yeah, Spielberg is not out let's, to let's do the make a statement here. Let's change the rhetoric surrounding this. It's not happening. <laughs> you no, because it, it's him and Lucas saying they're like, "Ooh, gross! This is fun. right." You know, and the yeah. scene that does a better job at, at having a message behind it is when they're in the village and they bring them food, mm-hmm. and Willie's not going to eat it. And I love Indiana Jones's line, which is just like, "You're being rude and you're embarrassing me." Yeah. Um, it's like this is more food than they have in a week, and I love that, that really because. Good. That is the best part of, like, you're so used to your comforts that you're going to, like, push away the best of somebody else. Um, And the scene in the palace, though, I think that you could twist, you'd have to twist a bit. You could twist it into, like, you know, again, her own ideas of, but, I mean, she still wants to be there for the riches and the jewels. So it still doesn't count. There's a cultural chauvinism at play there when yeah. she's there. But, again, Spielberg's not interested in exploring that in any kind of nah. rich way because nah. the humor, most of the humor in this movie is let's make Willie Scott scream. And it's yeah. a bad idea. It's <laughs> Even though it's, the, the concept, a lot of the concepts for this, I think, should work. But yeah. because she is written to be so screamy, it sucks. When they are in the jungle, and I actually like the concept of the scene, Indiana Jones and Short Round playing poker, and yeah. I love those two characters together yeah. as they're sitting there arguing with each other and finding cars up their sleeves, and she's just running from side to the camp, side to camp, side to camp, screaming at every living thing. And yeah. the two guys are just like, whatever, we're in the middle of our game. I think is funny in concept – in concept. In action, it's terrible because <laughs> just, it's like you said, it's like over here, over here, over here, over here. Right. Scream, 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 scream. And it it's so silly that it, it doesn't work, you know? Yeah. It's just like, and there's a monkey, and there's a snake, and it's just like, so this camp is surrounded by every variety of living thing <laughs> you could find in the Indian jungle. They all just kind of decide to congregate around these people's fire. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. No, it's annoying. Concept is perfect, but execution was lacking. Yeah. And it's mostly because she's just so darn screamy. Um, Other stuff about kind of race representation. There's a lot of brown face happening yeah. here yeah. the opening dance sequence i also was like watching the dancers because like obviously willie scott is who she is but like all the ca- backup dancers are supposed to look chinese so they have these wigs on that look chinese but those women were definitely white <laughs> and i'm like that's problematic also yeah um yeah. and yeah and i i obviously don't know from person to person like who these people are uh but there's a lot of just like okay you you weren't doing as much as you could have here either to kind of get some kind of help some people out who aren't white a lot of them are just like and we've just made you look darker i think yeah which yeah. is whatever it's for sure for sure let's um, talk a little bit about the temple okay uh oh unless you had something else to throw in there sorry no not really i, I okay that just about covers all of that all right uh, again, iconic scenes. This one is really hard for me, and, and we'll talk about this when we get to ratings because there's so many moments 
in this movie that stand out as like, that's really cool, or that just burns into your mind from a film. The, the imagery is powerful in a lot of this movie, uh, but then I don't know if all the pieces add up, and they have to they have the counterweight of Willie Scott on the other side making it terrible. Um, sacrifice Pit, though. Great. Kali Ma ripping a guy's heart out. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts I, I on mean, that? <laughs> I, I mean, it's the most iconic thing out of this movie. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think. Probably. You know, it's what it's known for. I mean, it's 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 the PG-13 rating, you know. Right. Like, this movie does a lot for that. Uh, you know, it, it's creepy. It's good. It's It's a lot less actually hokey than the first one i think especially violent wise um at least that part like it is actually horrific like there's a lot of impaling and headshots in raiders uh <laughs> there are like, boom a guy's head explodes i forgot about that but um in right which one, they had to put the they had to superimpose the fire over his head when it exploded otherwise they were gonna have to rate it r I, i'm talking about the fire that I'm talking about before Oh, you're not talking that. about the priest? You're not ta- I, talking no, about Bella? No, I, I'm I'm talking about in Raiders. Yeah, that's what like, I'm talking about. No, it's in uh, Marion's place. Oh, yeah, the guy gets shot right in the head. Shot yeah. right in the head and it explodes. Like, it's straight right. out of an R movie. He does. Um, <laughs> and, just, and another guy gets shot in the head in that. It, it, yeah, there's a couple it, of headshots. These are A not- couple of actual headshots with <laughs> exploding heads and... So I've been but contemplating anyway, when I yeah. let my kids watch these movies because I first watched Raiders when I was probably eight. Yeah. Which I would say is possibly too soon because it freaked me out so late. much. Yeah. <laughs> and my kids are, you know, they're older than I was when I saw yeah. it. But like when I was watching again yesterday, I'm like, yeah, this is the part I don't know how they would respond yeah. at all. But it's, anyway. It's definitely different with every kid. <laughs> it's just like. How is this youngster gonna take in with your kids? Right. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I I think the the way it's done, special effects wise, I think is creepier and more well done. Instead of like, oh, those are clearly wax mannequins, right? <laughs> and stuff. I I think it's great. <laughs> it is good, and it's it is chilling and crazy, and uh, I mean the the little recognition from Jones, he's like. He's still alive. Like it is yeah, terrifying. Yeah. Like, oh dang, that is messed up. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some now, uh the cult aspect of it, it is great. It's so Yeah, <laughs> I think they did a good job. And great. again, that's where some people criticize this for yeah. representation. Like, oh, we're in India and now they're all crazy cultists and we yeah. get saved by the British colonials at the end, which I'm like, yeah, there, that's not great. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that. <laughs> there's still there's a, lot a lot of problems of there. I um, think when this film gets the darkest though is when they get captured and Jones is getting whipped. Short yeah. round is getting whipped. <laughs> it's like you are yeah. straight up whipping this child. Um, and then it's that sequence af- from there on when Indiana Jones is kind of mind controlled. Yeah. And I also think that's not just the darkest moment. I think it's where the movie again starts to lag. It's another almost breathing space, but it's not a good one. Um, yeah. because it's just well, Harrison Ford walking around trying kind of looking like a zombie. Yeah. Um, but it's a little weird. And then we get the silliness of anytime short round kicks a person. 
which feels so George Lucas. It's like the Ewok fight from from Return of the Jedi. It's like definitely. uh, But yeah, so it's just that's again the highs and lows of this movie, the darkness of him thrashing and writhing around on this stone tablet after drinking this black juice is creepy and weird and you just watched him get whipped and short round get whipped um like that stuff is dark and it feels dark there's no levity in that moment at all yeah and then when they come out of it you get the indiana jones da 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 when they and then short round kicks a guy and he's like oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's and just then weird a whole lot more action happens uh <laughs> yes <laughs> and then it's non-stop action for the last 35 minutes <laughs> yes um no uh man where where to go i have a couple more criticisms uh <laughs> go ahead man oh okay okay well I'll start with my more focused, less complainy one, um, which is uh, at the end of the movie, once it was done, I'm like, this was an hour long action sequence. And and there is a little, I, I, I know I said at the top, it's two hours, but it, it really is, I think, a whole hour long action sequence that you can clock. Like there is a bit of a, dip when indiana jones and everyone's getting whipped but they they find the temple before the one hour mark of this movie it's around 55 Hmm. 56 minutes when they stumble into the temple (laughs) right till the end of the movie it's just a non-stop they're in the temple now the temple is great it's a long time to be in the last part of the movie, <laughs> um, which I have a problem with. And, and, you know, again, the last 30, 35 minutes, you know, it's, it's okay. Ripping out hearts. Okay. Indiana Jones, they're kicking people over the doom pit. Then they're in the mine. Then they're racing through the mine. Then water's flooding the mine. Then they're out in the jungle running. And then they're on the bridge for a while. It, it, it gets exhausting. It it really is exhausting. And it's like you said, there's such high highs in this movie and low lows. And the low lows come from just the over-exhaustion, at least for me, of just like, there's so much happening. I want a break. I want some exposition of like, why is all of this happening? Right. Um, and there's not a lot for me, uh, which is a shame because so much of that good stuff... Uh, happening when the hearts game ripped out when indiana jones is becomes a zombie which should be a real highlight of this movie because it's so creepy (laughs) and so good but it's it drags a bit because you've already been in the temple for so long i think Hmm. of just like oh now he's a zombie now he's talking slow oh oh boy you know there's just not enough breathing breathing room between action sequence or change of scenery. It's all very drab. That is for, true. For half <laughs> for half the movie. Um and of course Willie's there not helping at all in the mine Mm-mm. sequence, like, yeah, get him, get him. Oh, it's so cheesy and terrible when it, she's doing it's that. Bad. Uh, and not very good when compared to what short round's doing and what Indiana's doing, where it's just like, yeah, these two are great. She's terrible. Um, she is. My last big criticism, and this is just a... 
it's the bridge sequence, which I think is really good, but I had to pause it and rewind a couple times because the editing of <laughs> of that bridge is so funny looking at it of they do wide shots. You can see how big the river is. Yes. <laughs> underneath them. It is not a big river. And then right. I love how they just edit in this giant gorge anytime they're on a side shot, but they forget to do it at other times. Um, yeah. Or even the the drop of just like this raging river next to a cliff. And it's just like, you can see on the wide shots, there's no giant cliff in Big Muddy River. It is, it's a small river in this gorge. And that is really funny. It's still a great little action sequence and everything. Uh and also, as my girlfriend pointed out, like those are alligators in yeah. in there, uh, which are not in India, right? Uh, and and I went searching. <laughs> I went searching because I was curious. It'd be and weird not, if they had like gharials in there, though. That would be. It would be even weirder. Uh, but <laughs> it would be accurate. But, she's like, but it would be weirder to have them. <laughs> yeah, she's like those. Those are alligators. Those aren't even in India. And I like when I looked, and I'm like, yeah, no, they filmed in Florida. <laughs> those alligators right. <laughs> like i love how it just for the few times it cuts to alligators it's just stock footage of alligators right um but no, anyway, there are some bad it's edits. Not a, i think it's when the it's priest is falling but yeah yeah when the priest is falling is probably the the yeah. weirdest because he's like bouncing off the wall and it's like if you're falling how are you bouncing off the wall the shot is shot in a yeah. way that's like you're gonna hit the rocks, but then it just cuts to an alligator with yeah. its open mouth, and then it's it's a weird edit for sure. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm with that's you on about that. it. Those those are my end complaints. End complaints. Okay. Is the 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 length and just again, it's not so much a complaint. It's just really fun to go watch the bridge sequence and be like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, that doesn't all oh, add up. <laughs> oh, movie making. And there was a little bit of that in Raiders with the plane sequence of like the oil right thing but like you forgive it because it's so great yeah uh, this one not so much you're tired out by then so right I, th I think it's your your criticism on the temple time i think is interesting and it brings up i think one of the big differences between this movie and the other two um the first and the third movie it's been too long since i've seen crystal skull we'll find out when we get there um <laughs> uh, but Raiders and Last Crusade are globe-hopping movies. They go to yeah. a lot of different places around the globe. And this one, it all happens in one place. And I think that's yeah. where a big difference is. I think in Raiders, you did have... I felt this a little bit watching it. Um, by the time we're in Cairo, I'm like, man, we've already done a ton of stuff. And we're in Cairo now, and it's like I've already had the temple, then I had the university, then I had Nepal, and now I'm in Cairo. And it moves really fast. I would argue almost too fast in that sense, where it's like we're in different locations. Uh, this one, you do sit in one place. Like, once they get to Pankot Palace, the rest of what happens in this movie happens within, like, 12 hours, I think. Like, they get there, they eat... Then that night is when they get into the temple. And by the time they break out of the temple, it's daytime again. And it's like, it seems like it all happened within a day, um, yeah. which yeah. is always a little weird when you have a movie that does that. And I don't know if there's a way to fix it necessarily. Uh, just a few things then to wrap up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Willie Scott versus Marion Ravenwood. 
I know we talked about Marion last episode and she's got certainly problems, but is there, is there any, (laughs) is there anything really to compare beyond that? Uh, Marion was disappointing, but Willie Scott is just terrible. I, I think that sums it up. I I think, I I think Willie elevates Marion more than she deserves. Cause like (laughs) upon first watch of Raiders, Marion sucks. Like she just plain sucks. I'm sorry. But once you throw Willie in, you're just like, wow, Marion's such a right. BA femme <laughs> lead. And it's just like, no, she's not. It's just, that's how bad Willie is. So yeah, it that, really that's is about a shame. It, um, it really is a shame. Marion's a bit better. She, she has an adventurous spirit to her, whereas Willie doesn't. True. Um, so there is a comparison there. So, but cool. Yeah, Willie's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's drinking, just move to some ratings. Drink, drinking game for this every t- time we said uh, <laughs> Willie's yeah. terrible in this episode. <laughs> let's move on to some ratings and wrap All this right. up. All right. I think I did. I did my ratings for Raiders first, so yeah. I'll have you do your rating for Temple Fair first. Enough. Um, you know, I'm gonna keep what I had last time. Or what I have on my letterbox. I think it's apt after talking about this. Nothing much changed my mind. Um, uh, Ford is great. He's he's more silly than he needs to be. Um, th- for as dark as this movie is, it still feels even more like a kid movie, which is weird how they huh. pull that off. Uh, just because of the humor, it, like what we talked yeah. about, like some of the humor, it's just so over the top silly that it it is appealing to a younger audience. But then there's the dark, actual darkness that gets creeped in, which is all really good. And it's elevated in all these areas, but it's not as cohesive as Raiders at all for me, um, especially plot wise. Like, it, again, if you take Willie out of this movie i think it jumps up so much i think this (laughs) without her it it would be almost better than raiders i think because of it is wow it is a quick buy-in just like raiders of like here's indiana jones here's his adventure and it's just one long trek you know but willie ruins it that much i think Um, she really does (laughs) she really does like but I mean, short round, I mean, we didn't even really talk about short round in this. I think short round really is one of the best Indiana Jones characters. And I always thought I hated him, but I think he's great in this. Like his, the little bits of backstory, which really make some of the moments in the later in the movie really great. Again, are outshined by everything else going on, but you know, he's a great character, you know? Uh, and went on to do Goonies, and he's a stunt coordinator now in Hollywood. In case you didn't go Wikipedia him after, like I did not know done? that. That's What's awesome. he done? Yeah, he only did a couple movies, but now he's a stunt coordinator. But um, so short rounds great. Unfortunately, oh gosh, this movie does not inspire me to want to watch it ever again. I will, <laughs> I will sit through it in any binge of Indiana Jones movies because it's. There's that. There's enough good stuff. I, I'm at two and a half. Two and a half stars. Two and a half. Time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably pretty fair. <laughs> uh, the last time I watched this movie, which has been in the last two years, I think. I think I put it at four stars, um, and it was always with the acknowledgement of Willie Scott is terrible. But like I said earlier, it's hard for me to find that balance because I think that 
the iconography of this film is still so good. There's a shot, which I know you mentioned or alluded yes. to earlier. Oh, yes. when he's like, we're all getting out of here. And he goes to save the kids and just the pan of the camera over to just him standing in this bright lit, brightly lit yeah. mind shaft. It's just his silhouette. I'm like, oh, oh, oh man, he's going to kill all y'all. And it just it, it was so cool. And there's still that rush like Spielberg. Even though, you know, famously he and Lucas were going through divorces and both of them were in bad mental places when they made this movie. And it's very clear. Yeah. Uh, and they both admit that, like, this turned out way darker than we probably wanted it to be or it should have been. But even in that moment, Spielberg still knows how to shoot stuff and it still looks cool. And you still love so many things that happen in this movie. Uh, I think the minecart chase at the end, though it goes on probably longer than it needs to. It's still really fun, especially looking at how they did that and how they made that work, because <laughs> that's a spot where the editing does work actually very well. Yes. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff with that. Um, so I had it at four, but I, I don't think it can stay there. I think it's got to drop at least to three and a half. Yeah. And it's only that high because this is still a movie that I think everyone should see at some point. Yeah, definitely. They need to. Um, I think that it certainly has big problems that I wish were not there. Um, I wish Willie did not exist. <laughs> it would be great. Um, but yeah, I, and I agree with you about short round. I think he's great. And I think the humor around short round works almost every time. Yeah. No time for love. Dr. Jones is a funny line when he's digging around in Willie's dress, trying to find the antidote. And it's like, yeah. you're, you're funny. And, yeah. and it's not the kind of funny that takes away from everything else that's happening. So, yeah, um, yeah. so I'm going to drop it to three and a half just because the good parts are still really good and people should still see this movie. Definitely. Groovy. All right. Course two of the Holiday Film Feast down in our next installment, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which ends up not being his last crusade, but whatever. It's, we'll talk about that later. For now, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Farewell, good people. Goodbye. <laughs>